Welcome to Game Static, episode 125. Back after a week break. Hopefully you're having a phenomenal day, whatever day you're listening or watching this show. Uh, last time that we were on, didn't have Zach in studio, but this Zach is back. First of all, I've seen Zach in like three weeks, man. How's it going? I was about to say, it's been a month since I've done this, so yeah, <laughs> I'm back finally. We'll yeah. see if it continues or not. Yeah, we haven't done Anime and Plus. He hasn't been on Game Static. Man, it's been a time. I haven't seen you in a while, but we do got John here. John, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm doing all right. Probably not the worst time, at least for this show for him to have been gone because this we ain't had a lot the past couple weeks. I mean, really. I I got through February. That was my month. I got through February. We were good. Yeah, so he took <laughs> a little time off. You know, no big deal. I mean, me and you, we had fun yeah. talking about Dragon yeah, Ball. Yeah, I mean, we, like, we, 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 we ran there. We, we talked about <laughs> Dragon Ball for like half an episode or so, maybe more. <laughs> hey, it was fun. We had a good time. Then last week, just didn't want to do it. I'll be honest. Yeah. yeah they, not, we didn't we didn't do anything all week news wise wasn't really a whole yeah. lot going on. Yeah, you messaged me. You're like, do you have anything? I'm like, dude, yeah. I've done I've I've done nothing interesting this week. Like, I mean, I, we we could have done it, like a topic thing, and I did t- pitch that to you, but I was just like, I'd rather do this when Zach's back is what I wanted to do. Because what I wanted to do is I wanted to do another Q and A thing like me and you did for Anime Plus. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. We I still have content. I got I can pull out of that. Oh uh, yeah, you yeah. got tons. Yeah, so I want to do that for Game Aesthetic, man. Tons of content. It's gonna be great. Uh, but if you could, drop a like or follow wherever you're listening or watching. We'd appreciate that, as well as check out some Rogue Energy. Uh, we're, we're all currently drinking uh, some Rogue right now. Me and John's drinking the new Rainbow Candy Hydration, which Zach's got the tub over there. Uh, shout out to John for picking that one up. And um, then I also uh, currently drinking the bubble gum. The other one of that yeah. came out of that set. Yeah, good shit. Looking forward to the next flavors to be revealed here in the near future. Hey, question uh, for you, since we're talking about Rogue. Either of y'all been keeping up with the Rogue's uh, flavor and uh, shaker brackets on Twitter? Oh, I, I was at first, but I haven't checked on it here recently. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's you a know, March. It's we, a March Madness. We know he doesn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's going on on Twitter unless Alex texts <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's something. fair. I mean, I've been keeping up mo- mostly voting and trying to vote everyone. All I know is Momo 2.0 is still in there. Yeah, shout out to the Momo 2.0 just recently came out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, definitely check out some Rogue. Use our referral link down below. Show some support. We'd appreciate that. Thank you for everyone who's been buying some Rogue. You can use promo code SPARKY3 to also get 10% off. But if you don't use our promo code, hey, that's perfectly fine. Using the referral link alone helps us a lot. <laughs> like, I'm going to be real. That, that's enough. You don't have to use our promo code. If they're running a 25% off promotion or something, fucking use it. <laughs> it's, it's, that's all good. Uh, join the Discord as well as check out some Agent Inc. and pick up a jersey. We'd appreciate that extra support. Well said. I, did, I picked up a, a pack of the uh, black... Was it the black cherry lemonade cans? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. This morning they're okay. I love them. I I, I liked them from when, I love when them. he let me have one. And uh, but I, I got a message this morning. It was like, uh, can fifty percent off ending soon. I was like, oof, fuck yeah, <laughs> dude. I I absolutely love the cans, dude. They are incredible to me. I mean, I like the cans, but I'm still sticking to my strawberry and cotton candy is my preferable too. That's fair. Yeah, that's that black cherry lemonade. Ooh, I buddy. I don't know. I just got a tub of the uh, grape popsicle. Yes. So I'm I'm enjoying that right now. Yeah. See, I got me a new tub of strawberry kiwi when I got the Momo. I got I've got the uh, fruit punch hydration at work. I'm having to like like hide it away now because a couple of couple of guys up there have gotten into it and they just they they want it. <laughs> <laughs> you, hey, give them my referral link. I was about to- <laughs> yeah, send them the referral link. <laughs> Let them oh, go buy I've, some. I've offered. And they're just, they're like they they look at me and they go, but you have it right there, <laughs> oh, and, and it's gonna disappear. So buy some with yeah. a referral link. Use our referral link. Come on, <laughs> help us out. I introduce you. This you can, the least you can do is help us out and use the referral link. Go buy one thing. Come on now. 
Uh, no, we actually have some pretty decent uh, stuff to chat about here today. Uh, Resident Evil 4, of, of course, came out. I've, I've dumped a couple hours into that uh, last night. Uh, you got WWE 2K23. Yes. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on it. I already hit up uh, Jacob when he bought it and was mm-hmm. playing it to kind of give his thoughts, and he gave it a glowing endorsement because uh, I am very interested in buying this. And so is John. We were talking about this before. Oh, really? Here. Yeah, we, we both want <laughs> this game. I, I almost, I didn't pick up last year's, and I was kind of, kind of, like mad at myself that I didn't because I bought last year's too. The last year's was like from everything I saw and heard about it, that, that it was kind of like the return to form. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically. And I've seen nothing but good things about this one so far. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'll probably end up picking it up at some point. Uh, and then John, you checked out Diablo Four open beta. Chat about that. Um, we have our it really the you know we when we last talked about it about three weeks ago, we had one of the biggest updates for the Xbox and Sony uh, battle for Activision Blizzard. Now we've gotten the actual most major update so far. Uh, and then we also have a pretty uh, pretty wild situation going down with a game that you hold near and dear <laughs> to your heart. This is fucking annoying. Yeah, like, yeah I saw this I'm and I was like, oh, John's fucking living. I've been I'm kind of thinking it. about leading off the show with I've this. I've been following it for most of the time. I'm not the most knowledgeable about it. We we can kind of jump into that if you yeah. want to. So, uh, I th- I think we'll lead off with that. It is I, so, I did I did put it as the first thing for the title as beloved game gets shafted basically. Uh, before we jump into it though, obviously in the week that we had our break, one thing I do want to give a shout out to is obviously uh, rest in peace the legend uh, Lance uh, Riddick recently passed away. You know, starred in all all of the John Wick films. Uh, he's of course played Silence in the Horizon series, and of course he's played uh, the Titan Commander in Destiny. Uh, so big re- uh, rest in peace there, T's and P's. I did see for Destiny, uh, I did see where like um, uh, people were holding like a little party yeah, around the commander. I saw those. Yeah, yeah as, as a tribute. So yeah, massive rest in peace there. That happened in our break week. We, we, so I wanted to get that out there. But yeah, the uh, you know, rest in peace also, I guess, the dark and darker. No, I mean, well, like, not necessarily. Not, not yet. Not yet. So, so yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, essentially, dark and darker is uh, the company behind it, Iron Mace, is kind of being shafted by Nexon right now. Yep. Wait, uh, really? Yeah. yeah. Nexon's so, the one who filed the cease and desist. Wow. So yeah, the, yeah, the Dark and Darker is completely removed from Steam the right Steam now. The Steam page got taken down earlier. They've been issued a cease and desist. Uh, essentially, the claim is some of the people at Iron Mace are former Nexon employees. And Nexon had a project idea. I think it was called P23. Something like I could that. be wrong on, on the name of that. But essentially, it was a loose idea for a game similar to Dark and Darker. And some of the people that were working on it were liked the idea of it, but didn't like didn't care for how it was being handled or thought they could do a better job of it. Gotcha. Left, started, uh, and started working on, like, gathered up some people that they knew, like, hired people, and then they started working on Dark and Darker. The uh, the claim is that they're using, or the initial claim was that they're using assets from Nexon. But if they are, uh, or it's that they're using code and assets, which... The people at Iron Mace are standing firm that all of the code is written by them, that nothing is brought over from there, and that they're not using assets. 
And they uh, also just last week got searched by Korean police yeah, because they, of this they as had well. A, uh, Nexon got a police raid yep. on their offices, which came up with nothing. Yep. Uh, but Fuck, why is Nexon going so hard? I Damn. think it's because of how just how popular Dark it, and Darker it's is. It's because they hadn't. The, they, the fu- general, they had an idea and the they general, failed at it. The general uh, consensus is, yeah, they may have had an idea of it, and then they see people actually doing it, and it's picking up steam. Everybody loves it. They can't yep. wait for it, and they they feel like they're missing out on some money. Basically, so Probably. they're so they're fighting tooth and nail for it, which. It's weird that they were able to issue a cease and desist and that they're suing them for it when there's no provable evidence at the time. I was about to say, yeah. they all they have, as from what I've heard you say, is they had a project idea. They have no actually concrete, yeah. created... Well, it's, that's kind of the defense of Iron Mace right now, is they're saying you, can't, you cannot copyright a, a game genre. Yeah. Because the game is an extraction genre. It, 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 in the extraction... It's an extraction game, yeah. which has been a genre that's been around for years. And it's they're yeah, so they're like taking them to court. It's gonna it, it's gonna suck because even if they have nothing like they can't really win the case, they can drag it out enough just to bleed Iron Maze dry. Which, which is the shitty thing here. Which, that's, which that's is what sucks because part. it's a big company versus a small company. Yes, exactly. And Iron Maze is I mean, they're they're Updating their Discord with yep. what information they can, and kind of just standing firm. They're they're telling people, "Hey, we're we're doing everything we can. Be patient, and we'll give you updates when we are able to." Uh, and that they're they're working to try to get the game up as fast as possible. But for the time being, they're. There's not going to be any play tests anytime soon. And there was one right around the corner. Too. Yeah, there was yep. there was one. In hell is going to be three weeks from now. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's shitty because the I mean the game is fantastic. Yeah. Every, everyone it's, it's, everyone it's, hyped for it. It's picked up so much steam in the like since the end of the uh, yeah. this past year. Uh, and it I mean it, it was one of the games I was most excited for this year. Yeah, probably your most anticipated. Yeah, and it's the fact that the fact that a large company is able to come after them like that when they don't really have any evidence. Because the other thing is, I don't know what assets they'd be claiming that they're using. That one rock in that one corner. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, because it would have to be something dumb like that. (laughs) Something stupid. Because uh, Iron Mace has shown they're using mostly assets from the Unreal like unreal assets. Yeah. They like they just purchased assets and they've used them in the game. And I don't think Nexon even uses Unreal Engine. So, on any of their projects. So it, I don't think so. I think, they, I think they use Unity. So, yeah, it, it sucks that that's happening. Hopefully, it gets resolved soon. Yeah. They're still working on developing the game. Right. They just can't really say anything about it or do anything with it uh, for the time being. That just means next playtest can be a banger. <laughs> you know what it actually means? If it gets delayed a long time, you can join me on Exoprimal. Yeah. Because that's going to be on Game Pass. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I'm looking forward to Exoprimal. I can't, I can't, I, I've got no fucking... i got no ground to stand on anymore. You need to cancel Game Pass I was and that's so, your ground. I was so not looking forward to playing Wolong. And it's one of the better games I've played this year. <laughs> I do actually have a, uh, a message here uh, you know, from the Dark and Darker team uh, that was in their Discord server, so you may have already seen this one. 
Uh, it, you know, so what they said involving the situation is, uh, to all of our fans, we've recently been served a cease and desist letter and DMC takedown by Nexon regarding Dark and Darker based on distorted claims. We are currently working with our legal team to remedy this issue in the best manner possible. Due to the sensitive legal nature of this issue, we must be careful with our statements so as to not jeopardize our position. We ask for your understanding as we work to get the game back up as quickly as possible. Please know that we will do all that we can possible for our fans. Thanks. Yeah. So, Which, yeah, that yeah, that's that's about cut and dry as it needs to be because they're right. Yeah. There's only so much that they can say yeah. in this situation. Which it's also the the weird thing is that Nexon has come out of the woodwork to try to fight something. Yeah. Because what what else have they done recently? I, mean, I don't know what they've done recently, but Nexon's main thing was always just porting over Korean games into Western localization and other things. Yeah. yeah. It's like they then little two D games. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like they. They haven't, or they don't really have anything new or substantial recently, to my knowledge. I, w- I looked at it a little bit. I did too. I didn't see yesterday. I couldn't find anything like really recent that they've done. Not as so normal, it's, no. it's the, it, I mean, it's just the fact that, like, for whatever reason, they feel slighted or that they're missing out on some money. Yeah. So they're they're going after a a small team. Because yeah. I think the I think the Iron Mace team is only it's less than thirty people I think I believe so. Uh, so it sucks that this large company coming after them for what appears to be petty reasons. Yeah. And if it ends up, if they end up just kind of bleeding them out where they can't continue, that is going to be a that is going to be a shame. It will because be because that shame. that game that game was a gem for multiple reasons like the fact of just how fun it was no matter what was happening like it didn't matter if you were going on a big losing streak or something you could still hop in and have fun yeah it, i mean that game is that game was one of the one of the few gems we've had come out recently from a small team yeah and hopefully they're able to they're able to come through it and we'll continue to get the game yeah, that and I will say there, like I sent in our chat earlier, there's a, you know, there, there's obviously a lot of eyes being brought onto this, you know, just through various sources because you know there are some pretty notable content creators who are very pumped about this game. You know, Asma Gold was one that I know that was pretty damn excited. And I saw him posting a lot of content about it, and then the video that I post today, and you know, as soon as I saw like I saw the video come up with eight minutes after release, and I'm just like. Oh, Nexon's yeah. He, he Nexon's in his target now. That's gonna bring in millions of views. Because every time that Charlie Moist Critical posts yeah. any any story about anything, I always think to myself watching these. Man, I never want to be the guy to get called out by Moist Critical because every video he uploads is like two, three, four, five plus million views every time. And I'm just like, so many eyes gets brought on those stories. Yeah. And that's how it's gonna be with this one. A lot of eyes are gonna get brought on this story. Yeah. The funny thing was, you sent me that video. I had already seen it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw it like <laughs> immediately. But I'd also been been somewhat following the situation because a lot of people almost had a million uh, views. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's at eight hundred and sixty-eight k. It was uploaded five hours ago. Because uh, you never want to get caught in his target. Because <laughs> some of my friends, or one of my friends, introduced me to the game. I played it. I've introduced dozens of people to the game. Yeah, and. So everybody that I've introduced to it has been coming back to me, talking to me about it. Like, so it's been, I don't know. It's a shitty situation. 
Yeah, and hopefully, hopefully it gets resolved quickly, but probably not. Probably, <laughs> probably, probably not. not. No, not even no, close. No, unfortunately. I, the only thing that you know I fear for, and this is from someone who's completely just looking from the outside in, who just pays a lot. Like I just have so much respect for the the hype this game's got. Is that I hope it does not become what you said, where it's like it just gets drug on and drug on, just bleeding them dry slowly because it is a small team. That's what I just don't want to see happen. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, the the team is small to the point where when they initially started development, the, the, uh, the I don't know what his title is, but the, the main guy behind the company, like, took a loan from his brother to be able to actually start the company and start working on the game. Damn. Right. And, uh. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, in the pre-match tavern where you, where you go to before the match starts, there's a there's a dog that's in there and that's his brother's family dog because they at they the only thing they asked was can you put the dog in the game yeah sure it's like they gave, <laughs> they gave him the money to let him go with it and they just wanted the dog in the game <laughs> that's 10 out of 10 that's such a wholesome story <laughs> that's awesome yeah it's like i've, I've watched several interviews by uh, like the development team like interviewing out with different uh like streamers content creators and stuff talking about the game and kind of development and everything behind it, so it would be it would be a very large shame if such a good game was to be taken out for such a petty reason. I agreed, man. Only for Nexon to do nothing with that. yeah, yeah, exactly for Nexon. Well, to do yeah, I was talking I was talking to one of my, one of my friends last night about it. I was like, because we we got into the discussion, and I was like, what if, what if Nexon did go ahead and decide to make this game? They're not gonna make anything like no, no. like what what this team did. This team is this team is gr- like grinding it out. They because after every playtest and everything too, they release all the data from like that they gather from it from like yeah, and again like items items taken into raids, survival rate, mo- monster that killed people the most. Number of extractions, number of people that went down. Every little stat that you can think of, they release in their Discord. Yeah. Another thing, again, as I said earlier, Nexon's more of a team that does localization translations versus actual full game production. Yeah. Because I would have to double check. I don't remember the last actual Nexon developed game. Well, that was part of what Iron Mace was created from. Is They may have had an idea of it, but no, like nothing was seem to be happening yeah so they were like well we want to work on this so we're just going to go start our own company and do something similar and do our own spin on it and now which, I, again it's just nexon's mad because they're missing out on what yeah, they think which, is theirs which i mean we've <laughs> it's like we've had large departures of teams from other development companies leave and go start their own game take yeah. their own spin on it and be like this is what we wanted to make and people are and normally people are like yeah go for it See if you see if you can actually one up us. Yeah. And yeah, not happening here. Uh, Nexon just being a bunch of petty ass bitches, ruining everyone's good time. <laughs> That's unfortunate. But now we're gonna continue to monitor the situation and, and uh, definitely update as uh, more stuff comes out. It might be a little quiet here for the next week or so, next few weeks, and you know once the next thing comes out, I'm sure I'm sure we'll be chatting about it. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into one of our three games. We'll jump into that and then we'll hit the Xbox and Sony thing. 
Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and touch on Resident Evil because I have not gotten far into it. I've only played the first couple hours because when I got home yesterday, I didn't want to hop on because those raging storms we had. I didn't want my power to turn off potentially in the middle of me trying to do something, you know? Yeah, I didn't bother. Yeah, so I just chilled. I'm just like, yeah, I'll, I'll wait till the storms pass and then I'll play for a few hours. So I'm, I'm only like, uh, I'm only about, about, about to finish chapter two right now. Okay. And, um, you know, as expected, the game feels incredible. You know, like I have not played the other remakes that have come out. I've not played Village. Uh, but, you know, from what I've seen from afar, everything they've, they've done with Village and just the, all the remakes is that they continue to do these games justice and the RE engine just continues to impress time and time again. And it's the same thing here with Resident Evil 4 Remake. You know, it sets you in the atmosphere, um, you know, very quickly. Um, and just sets you in that vibe uh, and the, you know, the eerie situation that you're walking into. Um, you know, just it's very, it, the, the environment really pulls you in is kind of the main thing. Uh, gameplay feels good. You know, Leon as a character, of course, everyone knows him, everyone loves him. But like in this game, it's like, you know, it's just nice having like the little quips and stuff that he'll throw out there. It's just so fucking corny and just so stupid where it's like when you, you know, shoot someone in the knee and they get down, you can go up and melee them, right? And you melee them and he'll make some stupid little corny remark. He's like, ha must have slipped. You know, just stupid shit like that. It's just kind of comedic, but, you know, it just kind of adds to, you know, even though you're in a really fucked up area, it's just like, he doesn't give a shit. He's like, I'm just going to mow everyone down. It's okay. You know, he's just going to go in and just do his thing. Uh, but, you know, you know, first few hours in, you know, I don't really feel a need to talk about story. It's Resident Evil 4. This thing's been ported up almost as much, if not more, than Skyrim. I, I remember us, we shot out a stat like a year ago. Yeah. Think, where Resident Evil 4 was about, was on pace with Skyrim for, for most port ups. So there's nothing to talk about with story. We know the story. You know, it's just, again, the, the game has just been built in the way that it, you know, that you would hope and expect it would be to a game of this caliber. Uh, because Resident Evil 4. You know, while it's not for me, I openly acknowledge that, like, the like the original Resident Evil 4, like, there's a lot of people that, like, that's one of their bet favorite games oh, of yeah, all most time. Definitely. Like, it's considered a game. It's a, considered a masterpiece. You know, it's considered a game classic. So, like, you know, coming into this one, it's just like, you know, how, you know, from all the previews that we saw, it all looked incredible uh, that they were going to obviously do it justice as we would expect. They have a track record now with two and three uh, and, the, and, you know, those remakes. Like, there's a track record there and, you know, it continues to uh, come full forth here uh, with, you know, just, you know, the atmosphere, the RE engine continues to impress. Gameplay is fun. Um, I will say uh, one thing that kind of shocked me is, I'm, I, the, I, you know, the, the Metacritic score was very good, but a lot lower than I thought it'd be. I honestly thought it would hit the like the uh, the score of the original game. You know, even with the port ups, the original game would get hit at like ninety seven and stuff. This one came in ninety three, still very good. But I really thought it hit that ninety seven mark. But I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't actually go through and read the reviews for why it might may have gotten uh, weighed down or anything. But um, with uh, Resident Evil Four, if you've never played a Resident Evil game before. This is still a game you can very easily pick up and play. Yes. Uh, it does, uh, obviously, a great job of bringing you into the Resident Evil world where Leon talks about his time as a cop, everything that happened say, with R Raccoon City and shit. For everyone, this is the first game, at least in the main series, outside of Raccoon City. Yes. So like, you can 100% pick it up and play. Don't don't worry about all the previous games. Like, oh, do I have to beat three to play? No, just pick it up. You know, this this game, it, you know, it is is holding true to the legend that is Resident Evil 4. You know, uh, I, I, I think it's a worth a pickup. You know, keep on. It's also not a $70 game. It's a $60 game. So that's cool. Yep. You know, just, it, it's worth the pickup at 60 
if it once it goes on sale like Black Friday for thirty or twenty bucks, fucking pick that shit up. It's totally worth it. Um, it yeah. What, what else can I say? It's Resident Evil Four. Great game. The remake's fantastic. No, it's things. If we're gonna get a remake of five, and we're gonna get the RE engine version of punching the boulder. Yeah, you know that's actually something I've thought about. Or uh, you know, are we gonna get that one next? I mean, I mean obviously I, naturally in order you would, but it's like would they do that or would they do like the other one? Like was it called like Code Veronica? I think. Code Veronica is a classic. Yeah, it's like, would they remake that? A lot of people would love to see that. <sighs> That's questionable, because that one's a pretty... Uh, I mean, yeah, it was a fan favorite and sort of cult classic within the yeah. RE series, but it's also very much a lot of people missed it. Yeah. Well, this is their chance to experience it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Versus <laughs> RE5. I mean, it's not as well received as 4, but it was a very enjoyable co-op experience. Yeah, and then whenever... If, if they end up remaking RE, RE5, they'll probably just skip RE6. They'll probably just skip a remake for that one. I mean, RE6 was an experience. I mean, I had I had fun with it playing co-op with Brady. Uh, I I did I did not have fun playing with myself, but me and Brady playing the co-op. We played Leon and Chris's story. Uh, Leon's was pretty fun, fucking stupid, but fun. Chris's was okay. I don't remember the other character's name because he's some weird guy with uh, Z virus stuff, and yeah. I don't remember if it's actually Ashley that's running around with him or whatnot. I think it was. Me and Brady got very bored of that story and stopped playing. Yeah, because, yeah, you're running around with Ashley. Because I was like, is that Ashley from 4 finally back? I think it was. Yeah, no, that, that game was very, uh, that game was mid. But no, this uh, remake's fantastic, though. Bottom line, 100% recommend it. Uh, definitely do a pickup for it. John, you picking it up, right? I know how much you like these sort of games. Nope. Oh, no, nope, I'm just sitting. I'm like, no, I'm just gonna let him talk. Resident Evil. I got no, <laughs> st- I got no stake in this conversation. <laughs> no, I mean it, it's a good time. Uh, all right. Um, do you want? Do you, how much do you have for Diablo Four? Do you want to touch on that, or do we want to go ahead? And, you want to hop into WWE? Uh, I can touch on it real okay. quick. Uh, Diablo Four. I did play it. Uh, it's open beta currently this weekend. Uh, in the beta, you can play through Act 1, and the level cap is 25 for the beta. Uh, they have uh, the classes available, Barbarian, Rogue, Sorceress, Druid, Necromancer, all available. I played Necromancer. Uh, they're, the game itself, uh, I I haven't paid attention to the story at all. Because uh, I'll... I mean, I'm going to play the game when it releases. I'm not worried about playing any or like paying attention to story stuff right now. I was just trying to get through it, play it, see how it feels. And that uh, it's a bit of a departure because in Diablo 3, it was all zone based where you just zoned into different areas. This is just one giant map that you run around in. Okay. And uh, as opposed to like having or like chaining rifts or something like that. There's dun- like uh, there's dungeons that you can enter in across the uh, map. There's also uh, like other locations. Like you can, you can find like little cellars or holes that lead to little caves, like little mini dungeons that you can walk in, fight a group of enemies and like, uh, like an elite or a little mini boss in there and, uh, and then head straight back out. Uh, Character creation is a little lackluster. They don't have a ton of options for it. But, I mean, you do actually get to create a character and choose between, like, hairstyles, makeup, stuff like that. So it has light customization. 
Uh, I will say one of the standouts is the art. The, the way the game looks is fantastic. And then, you know, like, going through some of the dungeons and levels and stuff like that, there's all, like, the, uh, the amount of detail in, like, just, like, house, like, some houses are just, like, areas that you go to for, like, a quest and just kind of walk through. Detail in them is fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. It looks great. There's, there's all, like, especially, like, you'll be going through dungeons where there's, like, you, like, you can see, like, the chasm and shit down there. It's all kind of creepy shit off on the side happening. Uh, it's definitely got, it's like some of the, some of the areas definitely have a, a like kind of darker, creepier tones to them. Yeah. Uh, which is, I mean, personally, I kind of prefer it. Uh, the way the scaling works right now is in the beta, there's two tiers. It, it, it's like world tier one, world tier two, uh, essentially the similar to i assume how the difficulty scaling in d3 worked mm-hmm. between going from like easy medium torment or master expert torment all of that stuff yeah. it's just less options right now uh and i've seen complaints from some of the classes being weak early uh i played necromancer and the game felt fucking easy like i was playing that's on, what i would want to play too i was playing on the second tier of difficulty the yeah. or i started on the first one immediately realized holy shit i'm gonna be bored if i keep playing on this bumped it up very it's like combat itself the the combat feels decent but it didn't like i was never really challenged with it okay uh it was very easy playing as the necromancer because i i just i had a bunch of skeletons like skeleton warriors and then mages running around with me so and all the monsters kind of aggroed on them and they very rarely die because you can very easily like heal them back up to full in seconds. Uh, okay, yeah, that would make it seem so very it's, easy. So it's like a, the the combat for me was a little lackluster. I haven't done apparently like at level twenty five. I think there's like world bosses and stuff you can go challenge. I haven't done that yet. Uh, I'm I think I'm twenty three right now and kind of working my way through. Uh, like the talent tree because the the skill the skill tree is a little different it's not it's nothing complex like some arpgs have yeah uh it's more streamlined and kind of simplistic where uh when you level up at first you just have like one little circle where you can pick like your primary ability which is uh your left click and like you pick an option there and you i think you can put like three or five points into it and then it has like uh like a little mini tree off of it where you can enhance it enhance it one of two different ways like more damage or like uh debuff or something like that is typically how it ends up going uh and then when you have enough points in in like the first little wheel then it a bar travels down and then you can open up a second second skill and abilities and passives and stuff there and you just kind of as you put more points in it the bar works its way down so you can get more powerful or different skills and uh passes which i i think i prefer the tree as it looks in d4 than i did for the, like the skill system in d3 because i don't know but i will say I'm, I'm not usually a fan of uh like talent trees where you pick a skill and then you have to like you have to put 
like five points into one skill and keep to, to max keep, it out to keep giving it damage. I prefer like I prefer when you pick the skill you want to use and then to increase its damage or something, you select different passives to okay. that interact with it that way. That's just my personal preference, but it's not like an absurd number of points that you have to put into a skill. I think it's like three or five. Oh, that's not terrible. Uh, to like max one out. And then how many points do you get per level? Uh, you get you get a point per level. Okay. So you yeah, you, you basically just get a point every time you level up. So traveling through the skill tree uh, doesn't I mean it's everything that's there, like you can get down to what I think what they refer to as an ultimate ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can unlock those in the beta. Okay. Uh, if you like if you just want to travel down to it. Uh gear oh, the other thing is like uh the gear will ro- like gear can roll with like uh like ability stats on it. So gotcha. like, like for necromancer it can gear can roll with like plus 1 level to corpse explosion or it can roll with like plus 1 to macabre skills which are like passives. Yeah. So then you, because each different skill has different tags to it. So it'll be like blood, like shadow or something like that. And it'll, each skill has different tags to it. And gear can roll with like plus one to those tags as well as just the skills. So you can get like a plus one to a bunch of different skills mm-hmm. at the same time. Uh, I will say I, th- I uh, you you will be able to get like mounts and stuff in the game. I know you can get a horse at some point. I don't think you can get it in the beta, but I think in the main game you can have it. Uh, it'll probably be nice to have because I mean, I was gonna ask. So you said that based on this, it's not zone specific, but just one large map. How large of a map is is it? Do you yeah, know? I was actually kind of curious of that too. You could see the full map like when you load into it. It's a, I mean, it's a decent sized map. Uh, it's big enough to where you wouldn't want to walk from one side of the map to the other. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Or yeah, you you wouldn't really want to do that. Each each like little town or hideout or something that you go to has a waypoint, so you can't fast travel around to. Uh, and then like the dungeons, when you get to the end of the dungeon and fight the boss at the end of it, yeah. there's not like a portal that takes you out of it. Uh, and but you can there is like there's an emote wheel. And on the emote wheel, there's an option that just says leave dungeon, and it'll take you back to the, to the entrance of it. I didn't know that at first. So you had to walk out each time? Uh, no, I just kept teleporting back to town and then just walking back to where I needed to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which was a little annoying until I, until I found that option, and I was like, okay, well, that was easy. And then I think if you open up the map, you, there's an exit dungeon button as well. Uh, but I found that later as well. But, I mean, the game... The combat, combat feels decent. They've they've added, uh, they've added a like a dodge mechanic. Basically, it's like a spacebar dodge. Okay. Uh, that a lot of games have. It's not the best, uh, mainly because, like, it doesn't feel smooth. At least from when I've used it, I've mostly ended up just using it to move around slightly faster. Uh, but using it in combat had like. I don't know if it's it might partially be due to the servers being stressed because there have been very laggy points to it because everybody wants to play the open beta. Yeah. Yeah, when I when I got home and downloaded it yesterday, I had a I had a 37 minute queue um, <laughs> wow to get yeah. on which 
uh, isn't as bad as what it was last weekend, apparently. Okay. But, uh, and then when I got on earlier this morning and played, I didn't have any queue at all. I don't know if that was just the time that I got on because I got on pretty early. Fair. Uh, but uh, the game, I will say I'm, I'm looking forward to playing the finished product. Uh, there's, there's some performance issues in it, especially like when you, there's not, it's a big open map basically. Okay. But when you walk out of, like you can very easily tell where the zone ends and the new one begins because every time you pass through it, you rubber band back while it loads in. So that has been frustrating because you'll, you'll be just kind of moving forward and then kind of go back and forth. This stuff kind of loads in. So hopefully that gets kind of fixed up uh, in the final product. But uh, from what I've played, I mean, game's fun. I was enjoying myself while playing it. I'm, I'm looking for a bit more of a challenge in like when the game comes out because there's weird and the scaling speaking on challenge there's weird scaling factors where like at the beginning i'm one-shotting everything and then at level like 18 to 20 i'm not necessarily one-shotting everything with the build that i was going with but i'm also never in at any point am i close to dying because since i had all my skeletons and everything out there all the enemies were just targeting them and occasionally like one would come for me and then I would just walk to the closest skeleton to me, and it would switch target to him. <laughs> so, like, I was, while I wasn't probably doing the most damage that I was capable of doing, I wasn't really ever, taking I was, I was never in any, like, fear of, like, dying or anything like that. Right. Uh, but who knows? Maybe, maybe some adjustments will be made before the game releases, because I know people have been... I've I've seen complaints of uh, some classes feeling weak early. They may not change anything because I have seen st- like statements from the developer saying this is intended because some it's like some classes are not going to be strong early because their power scales with items and things like that much greater than the other classes. Oh, okay. So they may feel weak for the first fifteen levels, but then they're going to feel more powerful than the classes that start off really strong so who knows it may it the the balancing of it is going to be an interesting thing to see as it goes uh comes to like actual full release gotcha now one question that i have is that is with this is you know with diablo 4 and this open bed and everything you know obviously ever so many diablo fans have waited for this game for so damn long you know, with the beta, you know, you, you're kind of given some mixed things. Like, you know, obviously it's a beta. There's expectedly things that need to be worked on. Do you think the, the blueprint and everything that there that is there is living up to the hype that's been around Diablo for, for so long, or do you think it's just an okay game? For me, it's an okay game. Okay. I You're also more of a Path fan. So well, I, I also play, like, I, I've played a... a decent amount of ARPGs and Diablo has never been my favorite. That's fair. Uh, It's like, I do, I like what they're going for with this one uh, because this one is, it's not like D3 where you go into a rift and you have 300 enemies around you that you're just, that you're either mowing through or you're kind of grouping everything up and then waiting for your rotation and then just kind of burning everything. In this, the most enemies I've seen is maybe 15 or 20. 
uh, as you're going around. That's not terrible. No, it's 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 not supposed to be like D3 was, where it's an incredible amount of enemies. This is supposed to be a kind of a slower game, like slower. It's got like bosses and stuff have way like a lot of health and that. You, so it's like the fights are supposed to feel more impactful. They just haven't felt super impactful for me yet. You bring that up. So you say you had a horde of skeletons, but how many could you actually have summoned at once as a necromancer? I had, uh, at the point in the game I was at, I had five skeleton warriors and three skeleton mages. Damn. Oh, okay. okay. So, I mean, if at most enemies you saw at the time was 15, you already have half their numbers in skeletons. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, even then it's like, and then the, like the, the skills that I was using for it, it was mostly to like help the skeletons do more damage. I was mostly like debuffing the enemies so that they could do more. And then I, I mean, as a necromancer, I have corpse explosions. Yeah. So as soon as, as soon as the skeletons do go in and kill something, it, then I just start chaining corpse explosion and blow up the rest of them. So it's one of those where even when there were a lot of enemies on screen, they were usually weaker enemies. So I could blow up the pack super fast. It, it was just mostly when like bo- like in boss fights, you can feel that it's, it's not, you're like, you're not burning them down the same way that you would, uh, like playing through the story in like D3 or something like that. You're not, it's not like a, a two second fight. It's mm. like a two minute fight. Oh, well then. Okay. Or the two minutes may be an exaggeration, but they are longer fights. Okay. Uh, but the the game is enjoyable. I've, I like the direction it's going. It, it's got some stuff like performance stuff that needs to be fixed up on. Uh, and then it'll be interesting to see how they kind of go about like mounts and stuff like that. Cause they could easily have like, a bunch of cosmetic stuff you can get uh and usually and like typical diablo fashion it's like you'd probably be able to get a lot of that stuff through in-game stuff like different goblins and like rare bosses and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but i've been enjoying or it's like i've enjoyed my time with it i'm probably not gonna play much more of the beta because i kind of got what i was looking for out of it i wanted to see how it was going to play the structure of it uh, I don't know how I'm going to like the dungeons because the dungeons feel probably a little lackluster because it's mostly you go in, you just kind of follow a path around and then it splits off. You, It's like you go to, you go to a, like you just basically follow all the paths yeah. until, until you either destroy the structures in there that need to be there or you find the keys to go open the door to the boss room. So th- it's like the dungeons are very simplistic uh, so they're simplistic and all of them kind of feel the same but that also was kind of something the developer said is the dungeons in the zones will feel similar to the other ones in each zone gotcha so like in one area of the map the dungeons are all going to be similar you go to a different area of the map they're going to be slightly different than what you played before but all the ones there will feel fairly similar that way you kind of when you go into it, you're not just lost and don't know, like, you know the rough path that you need to go or what you need to do in them. Well, um, sort of just a sort of towards ending note. Well, how long is the beta running to? Uh, it's just this weekend, so I think it ends Sunday. Okay. Or so Sunday evening. Or so if Monday you're listening morning. this to on Sunday, you have a couple hours. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah, and it, it it doesn't take too long to get to level 25. I I'm level 23 and I've played for. 
two and a half hours. Oh yeah, that's true. That's really like quick. two two and a half, three hours maybe. Yeah. And like a lot of the like the first hour of that was as I was walking through an area, I'd kind of fo- walk everywhere that I possibly could in it, and then I just started going from objective to objective. Okay. And if you're listening to this like days later, well, hopefully that gets you excited for the full game. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say it's going to be one of those where it. I'm gonna. I'm wondering what the end game is actually going to be. If it's just going to be like dungeon running, open world bosses, something like that. Because right, right. The core of D three end game was chain running rifts to try to get like get perfect gear and push as far as possible. So. It'll be interesting to see what the end game is for this one. Uh, because like in the in the world, like in the big open map, there are like random events and stuff that pop up where like you'll see like an orange a big orange circle on the map. You go over there and it's usually like fight these enemies or stop these enemies from doing something. And uh, other like you can see other players come up, they can't help you during all that stuff. Uh and then it does seem like when multiple people start working on the same event, enemy health does scale up. So it'll be, it'll be something where like kind of whatever the end game is is gonna just really decide how this game turns out. That's fair. That's fair. Because leveling is, leveling is not the the highlight of an ARPG. True. The, it's like whatever you're doing at the end of leveling, or like when you're when you're in the end game and doing that, that is the highlight of ARPGs for the most part. Yeah, that, that's the actual meat of it. You know, yeah. that's the actual, yeah. the actual that, meat of the it's game, like not that, leveling. Yeah, it's like <laughs> leveling is what you do to get to the fun, especially in Diablo games. Diablo yeah. games, the fun doesn't start until you're max level. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. So how's uh, WWE? You know, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited to hear your... Th- like I said, Jacob gave it a very glowing endorsement. It, Jacob is very happy with it. I mean, it's a good game. I mean, so WWE... 2K22, the previous year one, was the one that gave us our current system. It right. was very fun, very fluid. The simulation stuff was all very well done. Simplify, well, I say simplified controls, but more ease of controls where it was very much more user-friendly and things like that. This one is literally just an upgrade. They they found their uh, standard with 22 and was like, all right, let's not fuck this up. <laughs> and they took 23 right. and like, so, so my decision to buy this game was, I was bored on my first day off in a while. So I was, I was between two options. I was either, do I buy the ninety dollar two K twenty three edition, or do I spend eighty bucks on Naraka Gold? <laughs> oh my God, Zach! <laughs> what the fuck, Zach! <laughs> Those were my two decisions, Zach. And I went. Well, let's get WWE. I'm glad you made that choice. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Um, Because that's literally all I've played. I've played WWE and I've played Naraka Blade Point. (laughs) These are my two options of this past week or two. Man's got his games. (laughs) Um, So I bought the the Deluxe Edition, all that fun stuff. So the one thing I do really appreciate about this WWE is that it's literally you have the... Exact roster from 22 plus whatever they added in 23. Right. That's including the DLC from 22. Okay. That just got added to the general roster. Okay. So, like, the five DLC packs that came out, it's already there for 23. You're good to go. The exception is there is some superstars here and there that have been removed that are no longer in WWE's licensing and whatnot. 
And then they have at least five DLCs planned out to release with yep. more wrestlers and legends and whatnot. And we each, each one of the other packs from 22 gave at least four or five new wrestlers in it. Right. And everything. So the roster's very expansive and things like that. We have the documentary thing of a showcase, which is John Cena this year. Mm-hmm. I have not touched the showcase yet because that's a whole dedication thing of doing True. stuff for it if I actually want to complete it entirely. Um, but I mean, it's John Cena showcase. If you don't, if you do wrestling, you don't who know who John Cena is. I don't know where you've been, mate. But basically. <laughs> um, so it's reliving his career and all that fun stuff from his first days and showing up in tights on a SmackDown to fight Kurt Angle to ruthless aggression. aggression. <laughs> And all that fun stuff. Um, of course, you have Universe. Mm-hmm. I know you've always enjoyed Universe. That's that's my that's my thing. Um, I, I I dive deep into that one. I have not touched Universe yet because that is not my thing. And then again, I've never gotten real deep into Universe to making whole custom shows and things like that. Hundred percent my thing. <laughs> um, my two things is um, my faction, which is their gotcha card game thing where you get. <laughs> Cards and one. Why are you playing gotcha in WWE? <laughs> because it's a thing. Oh my god, Zach. <laughs> I say gotcha, but it's card packs. <laughs> and more or less, you just do daily and weekly things to earn points and things like that. To be fair, that is very on brand for him. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not. You're not paying money for card packs, are you? No. Okay. Because that would also. <laughs> That, that would, would also be that on would brand feel for like him. a you thing. <laughs> no, that's solely that's only considered for Naraka at this mo- moment in time. Um, He's not playing like Madden Ultimate Team, basically. No, um, and more or less just doing that, where you have the um, weekly towers, which are just specific fights. You form your own um, stable or faction with these cards and whatnot. I mean, it's just live event stuff, live service game stuff for. WWE, where your restriction of what characters you can use is based on what cards you have for your faction. Okay. But it's live service stuff and just specialty matches here and there, yada, yada, yada. Um, then there's the other one, which I really like, is My GM, which was introduced in 22, because it tickles my thing that I enjoy most of resource management and team building. Okay. Because I feel like you would like this, Alex. I probably would. Since you didn't touch 22, in which it's more or less... You choose uh, a GM with a special power card, and you choose a brand to control. And in 22, it was only able to have two players in it, you and a CPU or you and one other person. They've upgraded it with this one, and now you can go up to four shows going at it at once. And more or less, you choose your sh- how many shows you want, GMs and whatnot, and then you do a draft because you get a budget. You set- choose a starting budget, and then you do a draft to draft from pull of wrestlers. And the thing that I like about this one and this one, which is more noticeable, is that it rotates who gets put in the draft mm. of the uh, roster. You do your draft, get that all set up, and then it just becomes a thing of just running through a 25-week season of doing shows, deciding what your matches are, promos, rivalries, things like that. You can use power cards to kill your cost on like special effects, make them free that week, or help and prove the stamina of wrestlers, deal with injuries quicker, screw over the other shows by doubling their costs and things like that. And overall, um, and then throughout the whole season and whatnot, you can also enlist more uh, talent, whether it be free agents or 
uh, legends and there's perks and bonuses to that, <laughs> which uh, what I like about the um, free agents. There's of course the wrestler talents that are already in the roster and known and whatnot, but they win the extra mile and then there's um, generated um, characters. Oh, I, I like that. Which are done as like local talent. Yeah, I like that. Uh, which to help you sort of cut down on costs and bring in people and whatnot. And then there's the thing with versus the draft where the draft, all the uh, wrestlers you get in the draft are permanent. They'll with, be with you the entire season versus the free talents and uh, things like that, free agents and everything. They're either, they change every, every show who's in there and what they are in. They have either on, Oh, so many weeks contract, or you can pay a bulk amount if you're lucky to get someone permanent mm-hmm. and things like that. So to, Help do, do that and juggle stuff. And more or less, that's the main thing of it is then booking shows and setting up rivals and everything to get the drama and build and bring in fans and budget and whatnot, determine who's which show's doing the best based on fan retention, things like that. Um, of course, there's a little thing at the beginning of each week where you'll get emails of whether your wrestlers talking to you, wanting to try something, or if they're dissatisfied with things. Uh, if other wrestlers are dissatisfied at their brands, they'll reach out to you. It's like, hey, I'll join your brand. Just pay me this much, and I'll come join your brand, and things like that. Um, so it's a it's a nice mix of what I really like, just resource management and team building. And then every four weeks, you do a pay per view, hmm. in which in the twenty 20- that, that sounds like a mode I would really enjoy. Honestly. I really enjoy GM mode. I think I would really enjoy um, that. In twenty two, it was a it was only one season once you did either the quick one, which was like, I think like 12 weeks or the long one, which is 25s. That was it. That was it. But this one, which they've done this, they've, they've really vamped the GM mode in this one. And just, uh, the fact of the matter is like, it does seasons now of 25 weeks. And once that season's up, it then just moves on to another season and doesn't just end. So it continues on giving you more longevity and play through with it. So is each of the seasons, is it just like lead up to one of the big four pay-per-views? Then? Uh, it leads up to WrestleMania. So uh, more or less, okay. each season is so more every, or less. So every time leads to WrestleMania. Yes. Gotcha. And it has di- okay. I don't know if it does. I've only finished one season, so I don't know if it does different pay-per-views leading up to WrestleMania, but just like the main ones, like SummerSlam, Extreme Rules, uh, Hell in a Cell. Is, extre- is SummerSlam the first major one that you yes. do? Okay, so basically the GM mode picks up in the summer range. Yes. And co- it basically covers the second half of the year. Then. Yes. Okay. So I don't yeah, know. Extreme rules, that's usually like uh, that's usually like late in the year, I think. Hell in the Cell is always late in the year. And then, of course, we have Royal Rumble and Elimination Chamber in February, and then it's usually WrestleMania. So you didn't hit either of those. That's unfortunate. Those are fun. So I don't – that's why I said I've, with the second season, I don't know if it's going to change it since I'm going to be finishing up WrestleMania, and it will hit like – some of the ones uh, that have. Okay. So that's the thing I'm curious about. So I basically from you saying like that, honestly, my mindset is with the GM mode is just throw out everything that you know about actual wrestling in terms of scheduling. And it's like this does its own schedule. Yes. Basically. And more or less than the other thing with it is versus 22, you can only do singles and tag team matches in it, which made it a little bit eh. Um, with, of course, the special matches, which cost more and things like that, which this one, they made it a little bit more where – Special matches have a bit more, uh, besides just being a special match and allowing to build up tension and whatnot, each special match does have a bit of extra stuff to them, uh, and each one also has stamina costs and things like that for your wrestlers, as well as you can now do triple threats and fatal four-ways as well now. 
in it. I know they added war games, and I really want to do war games. I have not seen messed with that or touched on that because I'm assuming that's in universe. Because in any of the modes I've messed with, I have not seen it. No, oh. yeah, war games I really want to do. Looks cool. I have yet to f- figure out where that out because I didn't do any research in WWE. I just went cool WWE. Let's go. <laughs> Zach's annual sports game that he plays. <laughs> he just picks out a random one every year. He's like, I'll play this. Yep. Last year, two was, years in a row of wrestling. Yeah. Last year was also baseball with the show. Oh well, which hey, shows on Game Pass again? Yeah, this show uh, show yep. twenty three is coming to Game Pass here in like what a week or two. Uh, it's actually if you there you can get a special price with Game Pass and currently get it, and you could actually be playing it right now. Oh, okay. John, you getting it? I just wait for it to come to Game Pass. Exactly. Now. Okay. So besides this one, what's going to be other sports game this year? You think? Uh, I don't know. You want to play maximum football with me? I might touch hockey. I mean, I, I keep trying to play hockey. I will say that. I keep trying to play the NHL games. But I could not tell you. It's more. It's not a thing that I it's, readily it's, decide. It's, it's, it's just it just like, happens. He, he's at home <laughs> and he goes, I don't feel like playing the rocker right now. What can <laughs> I buy? Exactly. That's, that's basically what it is, yeah. Whenever I pick up a sports game, it's more or less me going, I need a brain dead game. <laughs> Hey, maximum football will be free to play. Because so. Naraka was my brain dead game until I don't know what the hell I did, but my matchmaking jumped up, and now it takes me like ten minutes to find a match. And I know if my matchmaking's gone up because now I get all the PC players who are fucking got the twitchy hands. <laughs> twitchy hands. Because like I always know when it's like, well, this is gonna be a fucking fight because I'll see someone across the map just going. Swing, dodge, swing, dodge, swing, dodge, swing, dodge. I was like, well, he's a PC asshole who I'm going to have to deal with now. Yeah, we can always <laughs> recognize you console players. Exactly. <laughs> Damn. So, John, how do you feel about every 2K23? I'm probably going to pick it up. Because I, I I already wanted to buy it. Jacob already I, sold it. I was that. already considering but buying I mean, it. Now I'm, I want it more. I'm, I might... I might look into Well, let me know, Alex, because I'm pretty sure we can do my GM online. I'll face you in booking. You'll probably wreck me because I'm more or less shitballing it. <laughs> You've got more experience. You'll probably beat me. Uh, I don't know. So what do you what do you do in my gym? Do you just is it just like you manage it, set it up, and then I mean the you main, just kind of get the results of how the matches and everything. More or less, it's just simulating booking and seeing that can you properly do an exciting show and do proper booking of match tier of excitement of good openers all right, mid-cards to a great, good finisher, and then setting up promos to help build up fans, money, rivalries, things like that. If you want to, you can always play the matches yourself, but it's mostly a, very much a simulation thing because hmm. you're more or less being a general manager to a show. Okay. I was, try- I was trying to picture it in my head because I've, I've, I've never done much of like the simulation yes. of, of stuff. I've always looked at it and then never... I've, that's never been my main focus because yeah. usually, I, usually I look at that and I'm like, "Well, that's if I do that, I'm gonna want to break up and then play the game." Yeah. But that, that seems to be like your gotcha system where you're doing, yes, exactly. where you're doing that. Your break up to actually play the game is that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I can and, I could see I could see that. And again, if you really want to break break up into it, you can always play the matches yourself if you really want to to help. Because otherwise, I just simulate it and the AI goes, "All right, they win." Or you can choose to be one of the wrestlers and actually choose who wins. Yeah, I feel like simulating is more 
more in the spirit. I mean, it is. Yeah, I may I may check that out when I get it. I've seen that now. I pissed it. off a local talent called Red Monsoon. He fucking hated me. <laughs> well, see now now I'm in debates. Like, do I want to wait for a sale or do I want to go ahead and get it? See now I've got that debate. I'm probably not gonna wait. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> I, I'm 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 probably not gonna wait. No. It was either that. I, I might grab it next week. It was either that or Naraka Gold, Alex. <laughs> in your case, yeah, that's fair. I need something. I need something <laughs> to break up what I'm because I need something as like a break from what I'm playing right now. Like, see, ro- like all I'm playing is fucking Rocket League and RuneScape. I mean, next week Chef Simulator comes out. So not playing that right <laughs> now. I've actually, like, in terms, of, I haven't really been playing anything. Um, I've been playing Resident Evil, of course, yesterday. But other than that, no shit. All I've been playing is Marvel Snap, and it's also because I've been watching a lot of shows recently. Like, I just finally, I'm so behind the fucking times. Finally f- watched Invincible a couple weeks ago. That was great, I haven't, I haven't and now. That. I'm horribly deep into the boys. I am binging the boys. The boys is so good. Dude, it is so freaking good. I'm sad you're just now getting to it. (laughs) I am too. I'm so mad. So like I'll I'll sit there and I'll play I'll play Marvel Snap the whole time I'm watching the show. You know, I've fallen (laughs) off you're doing what I'm doing. You're just playing Marvel Snap instead of RuneScape. (laughs) Basically. I've fallen off Snap. I haven't touched this season at all. Well, I got Thanos finally. So I've been running Thanos nonstop. I am finally like at the point. Or I'm I'm close to this to the highest rank I ever got the first season. Yeah. So I've been having a lot of fun. Of course I get Thanos right after he's nerfed, but it's fine still. I'm still having a lot of fun with him. But see, I didn't care. I still just play shitball get decks. Yeah, I just all I've been playing. I, I was playing um, uh, a null deck for a while. Like that was my deck yeah. nonstop was death null. Um, but now that I got I finally got Thanos, um, you finally got enough tokens for it since they started revamping the token shops. So shout out to you know the Marvel Snap team for just continuously listening to community community feedback because they have they're nonstop changing everything with to- with the token shop how you get tokens uh, how you obtain cards like they have changed it nonstop like I, you know since you haven't been on for this season one thing they just added like within the last week which it wouldn't affect you but it's still like oh that that's cool for people like me that haven't is that uh, now you can um, well, the series 3 cards that people still have yet to complete you can now just claim a card for free like once a season whatever is how they have it set up okay. it, it rotates the card in your shop it, you can claim it whatever no big deal um, also while you don't have series 3 completed you are more likely to get eight more tokens in your in your caches, like up to like five hundred collector tokens, which I've I have gotten five hundred collector tokens in a single cache versus the one hundred. Um, so they they're continuing to pump out more changes. I guess I'm just looking because my max out was six hundred. Yeah. So you know, they they're continuing to pump that stuff out. I mean, I could claim so. I mean, I'm probably missing like five or six series three now since they slowly bump some down. Yeah. True. Uh, I, I just got Galactus in my token shop, so he's pinned, and I'm working on him right now. See, I got Venomized White Queen there still. Nice. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with. I, I've been having a lot of fun with uh, with uh, Marvel Snap. I even downloaded it on my computer earlier. Yeah, I saw you pop on. Yeah, I, I was I was working on stuff. So while I was working on stuff, I would just be playing Marvel Snap. It's just like, all right, work on this, work on this. All right, well, that's fair. Play it there. All right, work on this, work on this. All right, well, let's play it there. <laughs> I've been having a lot of fun. I've I've gone on quite the 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 streak with uh with Thanos. So, but yeah, though, no, very mad at myself for taking this long to get into the boys. Though, very mad at myself for this. I'm so upset. The boys is fantastic. 
The di- different different topic for a different day, but it's so damn good. A topic to revive a show that's been dead. It's not dead. It's just on ice. <laughs> you know, me me and the boys over at uh, ATFS said the same thing recently, where we got on a tangent for ten minutes talking about Marvel stuff, and it's just like, boys, we just need to we just need to start that show back up. <laughs> Everyone agreed with me. It's like, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We just haven't found the time. You know, we'll get there eventually. But now nah, I might grab WWE next weekend. Now, might grab it next weekend. On Friday, on Friday, I might pick it up. You got me wanting it. Uh, I might pick it up tomorrow. That's fair. Oh, yeah, and I didn't even mention there's the My Rise mode, which is your custom character yeah, created. Yeah, superstar mode. That throws you in, like, the WD universe, which right. I do want to know in this one, they actually made two actual storylines to make you more significant as if you are in the universe versus usually where it's just, like, you create a character. Well, we're just going to throw you in here and just naturally make you somehow get to the... Uh, heavyweight title. No. But this year they have the weird lock storyline, which more or less pumps you as this person they've been promoting leading up to your um, appearance on in the universe, leading to your match t- to get the Intercontinental title from Sami Zayn. And then there's also the legacy where you're coming up uh, through like their usual performance center stuff. Uh, but you have a aunt who was a very popular wrestler who's retired now, and they're sort of connecting you to and whatnot. Hmm. Versus the lock version where you're someone who didn't come up through the uh, work center and actually outside talent just brought into the universe. Gotcha. Let me know if you end up getting it tomorrow. You, I'm, might, you, I'm, might, you might push me over the edge. I might end up getting it. Well, I don't know. I do have a lot of stuff I got to do I tomorrow. will walk into your house right now and <laughs> purchase it. Calm down. No, you will not. Uh, We're not all you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the, the, the funds to drop on Naraka gold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't sit down and and like look at my games and go, do I want to play? Yeah, I could just drop 100 bucks on, on in-game <laughs> currency right now. This is never a thing of debate. We already know where my stance is. That's true. That's just how it is. This has never been debated <laughs> yeah, on this show. Is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's hit our last talking point. We'll hit the weekly wrap up and get out of here. Uh, so, like I already mentioned earlier, the last one is with uh, the Xbox versus Sony involving Activision Blizzard. Uh, so, a few weeks ago, we touched on what was like what we consider probably the biggest update so far. Yes. Uh, which was basically calling Sony out ju- uh, by by court order, calling Sony out to to dig into emails and documentation and stuff for things they've done for exclusivity deals and keeping games off Game Pass. And now we've actually hit the true major update where. This this seals it. Like, this is over. You know what I mean? Like, this is done. Sony has no fight anymore. And that is that the uh, UKCMA has concluded that the Activision Blizzard purchase will not result in substantial lessening of competition. Woo! That is literally the biggest hurdle that Microsoft has had to jump over. And now that they're past it, I'm going to be real. This is probably closing in the next couple months. Because what? This has been about a year now since we originally heard about this deal, right? Yep. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. It's been a year since the deal started, and this stuff with the, the CMA and stuff has been ongoing since, I don't know. I want to say, s- like, summer last year? Yeah, like, summer. It's like, you know, that, that's probably my guess as well. Um, but, yeah, this is the biggest hurdle that's now been jumped over, and I'll be real. Like, it, at this point, it, it, it's done. It's over. You know, Sony just needs to pack it up, you know, swallow their pride, and you know, see whatever deal they can have worked up with that. You know, they have to see if that 10-year deal is still on the table. 
because I mean, this is done. Like legit, this is probably going to close by June at this point. Like that's the the possible close date for the entire deal and make it official is that it could be done by June. Um, you know, even Microsoft and Xbox has now come out naturally after this news and now said that this has narrowed their scope of concerns about the merger. Like they don't really have concerns at this point. Like this is it. You know, this is the this this was the big the big deal. Uh, some extra tidbits that uh, I saw in our break week that came out before this major update is uh, apparently in court, Microsoft and Xbox claims that ten years is enough time for Sony to create a rival offering to the COD franchise. Fair point, but they can Xbox should should probably look in a mirror on that one i'm just, I'm, just I'm, I'm gonna be real they should probably look in a mirror when it comes to that statement uh because i mean they're they're the ones making all of the, the big purchases but that's neither here nor there uh they also one thing that i saw came up that was kind of interesting is uh microsoft lawyers also claim there's a ps5 only superman game in development at sony uh you know i guess that's they were throwing that out there as like oh look more exclusivity deals that that Sony's doing it's just, a, re- I, I it's just s- a remake of superman 64 please god you no know, <laughs> you know, I, I had i had seen that yeah. little tidbit too and i th- only thing i could think when i saw that was man there is there's like no way you can make a fun superman game <laughs> it's it's tough how, how are you gonna make a fun superman game it's the mo- it's the most it, it's the superhero that has the least weaknesses yeah just make it a game where just the world's being overshadowed by a giant meteor of kryptonite like the moon from uh we've majora's mask hey we've seen we've <laughs> We've we basically seen that storyline. Was it Superman two thousand five? Was that a thing? Well, it was uh, Lex Luthor created like he used Kryptonite to. Are you talking about the who, movie? Yeah, Superman Returns. Yeah, Superman Returns. Yeah, yeah. It's basically a similar storyline. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Superman Superman just muscled through the Kryptonite, weakening him. Yeah, <laughs> basically, it's Superman. You know, no, uh, Superman is one of my least favorite heroes, it's, like by far. It's it's one of those I get why people like him, but at the too. same time I'm like, why do you, why do you like him? Yeah, it's like <laughs> I, get, I get that I get that he's a character that you can you can you can like, but at the same time he's the, he's the most powerful character ever created. Yeah. What if it's a game following the Russian Superman? I mean, yeah. But you're right. No, I can't think of anything that makes me go. I'll play a Superman game at I this mean, time point in time. I, it doesn't matter if this is like a triple A masterpiece. Like I just like you know it, how it's presented. I just like I I don't like Superman. I don't really have a lot of interest in the game. Uh, but I mean, hey, whatever. That's apparently a thing on the way. I remember seeing a sl- small rumor about this, probably last summer as well. Um, so if if they're claiming that it is a thing, I would go ahead and lock it in. That's a thing because I remember seeing some reports about it last summer. Uh, that Superman game was potentially in development. So. Here we are. I do remember that, yeah. Yeah, and the last little tidbit that came out, that which was once again Microsoft, like, furthering, like, proving that they have no intentions on, like, being unfair about this, is they intend to use all PS5 features on COD games, most notably with the haptics, with the, the DualSense. Like, Microsoft literally went out and said that, hey, yo, the PS5 version is going to be better than our own fucking version. Like... Legit, like, because you guys have a better controller than us. We openly admit that. <laughs> Even Phil Spencer, like, when when both consoles came out and he was, you know, they he was being interviewed and stuff, he's just like, yeah, I wish we would have done something more with the controller because Sony's controller is just so damn impressive. 
Like, I mean, like Microsoft literally came out and said, yeah, the PS5 version is probably going to be the funner version to play <laughs> because it's going to have the better controller haptics and shit. Like, I mean, Sony stood no chance in this. Like, they they really had no leg to stand on between the thing a few weeks ago with the with the 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 court order of going through the emails and stuff for the exclusivity deals and stuff, and now you know just Microsoft handing out deals, which that was that was also during our break week of Microsoft just handing out. 10 year deals to to whatever <laughs> did microsoft hire fucking oprah for their hr <laughs> basically because like dude it was like every day of the week yeah, last any, week anybody and everybody that has a service yeah they're they're like yeah you can have it yeah like cloud services that i've never heard of in my life there was at least three different cloud services like a china-based one i think uh i don't remember the other stadia yeah <laughs> I have I have a funny story, uh, tidbit on Stadia here in a second. Now that you said that, uh, but yeah, literally any cloud service like, oh, you want you want a deal? Here's a ten year deal for you. Oh, you want? Oh, here's here's a ten year deal for you. You want one too? Okay, here's a ten year. Like just hand them out like candy. Where it's just like, <laughs> yeah, they have access to Activision Blizzard games and Call of Duty games for the next ten years. Like, <laughs> so the Activision Blizzard games are going to be on random ass things. Yes. what you're telling they me. will be yes. on. They'll be on as much stuff as Skyrim. Yes, correct. You get to play, you know, Call Alexa, of Duty. Alexa, play Overwatch too. Yes, you get you'll get to play Diablo Four on your smart fridge, just like you can play Skyrim on your smart fridge. So again, Sony's oh, Sony just man. stood no chance in this. Like I, they they just got completely obliterated in this case, and now it's just waiting to see if Sony's gonna you know swallow their pride and sign that ten year deal. But that's gonna be the wild part. Is if Sony really just says no, fuck you, and just doesn't sign the deal, and it's not on PlayStation anymore, which at that point that's Sony's fault, obviously. Yeah. That that would be the ultimate, I feel like, plot twist to this. I, I can like play COD everywhere except my PlayStation. I feel yeah. like they'd piss off too much of their player base. Oh, they would. They would, but at the same time, I don't think Jim Ryan gives a shit at this I don't point. Think he does because uh, I think it was when with mine and your episode a couple weeks ago. Um, there was a um, um, a statement that was you know released that Jim Ryan said back in February. It was uh, the person who said you know the, the quote was um, one of the higher ups at Activision Blizzard who was in on the meeting where Jim Ryan's exact words were, "I don't care about your deal. I just want to block your merger." He didn't give a shit about the ten year deal. He just wanted to block the whole thing. Like that's just petty as shit. <laughs> so at this point, like. I don't think he cares to piss off his fan base. He's not going to take a 10-year deal. That would be the ultimate plot twist. I'm here for it. That's, you know, the the funny thing would be, that would be, that'd be the one way where, like, PlayStation has been dominating, fucking dominating Xbox and consoles and everything for the past 10 years. Yep. Man, you take away some of the, like, because I bet there's a large number of people out there with their PlayStations that probably just play like COD and a couple other little things on. Yeah, it. my brother-in-law. It's, yeah, it's like they just. <laughs> it's like they they moved Poor over. To, they moved over to PlayStation in the PlayStation Four era, like a lot of us did, me and Alex included. Zach stays strong, and uh, they they probably just continued buying the games they would normally play. If they take that off there. Man, it'd be funny to see the number of people that dropped off PlayStation. Then you'd have you have uh, Jim Ryan going, "See, I told you." They go, "Dude, you're a fucking idiot." You know what the real plot hair twist Alex would be with Jim Ryan? Because when you first posted that in Discord, the f- the first thing I wanted to send you when you said, "Here we go again," I wanted to send you a blue box 
<laughs> and Jim yes. Ryan's the real leader. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Blue Box Shut Game Studios. <laughs> Shut We're not Box Games. We're fucking bringing that back up. You know, I recently dug back into that one. Shut up. Yes. <laughs> yes. I recently dug back into Tin that. Tinfoil hats on. Here we go. I recently dug back into that. That Blue Box Game Studios and that uh, that dude. I'm not happy. <laughs> just. I've disappeared from the like. There's still like the accounts are still on Twitter, but he has deleted every post that has ever been made on his account and the official account. He has privated his account, and I think he has unfollowed everyone except for Blue Box. Damn! Like if that doesn't, t- I mean, this it, the game is dead. Like abandoned is never coming out. It, it it's like what Zach said. Abandon the experience for it is being abandoned. Correct. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad we can bring that back right, up. That's John. enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Stadia thing, right? Okay. So I saw this and I thought this was very unfortunate. So Stadia obviously was a disaster. Yes. They got rid of their first party team within a freaking year. Disaster all across the board. But the technology for Stadia honestly is really fucking good, right? And Google's been trying to sell the, the cloud technology off, whatever, mm-hmm. naturally as they would, make some money off of it. It's great technology. No buyers. Oof. So Stadia, in every sense of the, of the word, is dead. Like, it, like the, if the cloud technology was at least bought by another developer to utilize on their stuff, like, Stadia lives on in its own way. Yeah. But no, no, no buyers. Oof. Like, so Stadia is, is truly dead. I thought that was unfortunate because while I... How much do you think it is, Alex? How much... Uh, Zach, stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Deep Pockets over there. Your pockets ain't that fucking deep. <laughs> Relax. At this point, I'm, I'm sure Google will reach a point where they'll just sell it for pennies. Probably. You know? I, I don't know. I, I didn't see an asking price. I don't know if it's the asking price or people truly aren't. I, I, I doubt that people aren't interested. You know, developers... I mean, somebody's really, got to be interested. Whether I, it's actually be. a game developer, it may... A publisher could, yeah. or whatever, because like the technology for their their cloud gaming was good. Yeah, but it's just like there uh, there was all every other problem with it. You know, in terms of like it had no games for itself. The marketing was shit. You know, various other things. But like the actual cloud like was good. Like very like the say, technology even, was good. I'm not even thinking just gaming. I mean, re engineered for just cloud storage of yeah cloud yeah exactly you, you didn't have to be game it'd be cloud storage or anything so the fact there's literally no buyers number one unfortunate stadia is dead 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 and number two it's just kind of shocking but it might be the asking price yeah. possibly yeah. yeah they're probably trying to recoup a lot of losses there which, probably yeah which is definitely a lot <laughs> man rip stadia had a had a hell of a run i guess what two years <laughs> it was longer than that was it okay three years that sounds about right. <laughs> I don't know how long it ran. Three or four years, maybe. All right, let's hit the wheelie wrap-up and get out of here. Uh, so the first thing they announced just a couple days ago, uh, a new AAA God of War-inspired TMNT game was announced based on the comic series The Last I'm Ronin. I'm so okay with this. Oh, I'm pumped. And you Have know, you ever looked into The Last Ronin? Yep. Okay, cool. Yep. I'm very excited about this. This is going to be sick. If it's anything like God of War, it will be an amazing game. You know, funny enough, uh, there was um, an IGN article like probably two weeks ago yeah. that really caught my eye. And it was to a point where I wanted to talk about it on the show because it was just like, that's a fascinating thought. Where they, the article was about 
it is time that we get a AAA TMNT game. Yes. But their thought process was, look, we understand Gotham Knights was mid to a lot of people, but that concept alone is enough to like get take that concept yeah. and make a TMNT. And I'm like, oh, that's an interesting thought. And then now this comes out. I'm like, oh. Gotham, <laughs> Gotham's not as a solo game. It's sort of meh. Co-op, it was fairly entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Co-op, it was, co-op was fun because it was just ridiculous. Yeah, because right. it's just two vigilantes running around a city together. Yeah, but uh, no, with uh, how, what you were saying with being totally okay with it, yeah, so is the rest of the internet. Yeah. <laughs> the internet absolutely exploded at this point. The news. Last Ronin is an amazing <coughs> comic uh, series, and then the fact that we haven't gotten anything TMNT in for a while besides the Cowabunga stuff. Yeah, and then it will Shredder's Revenge, too. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you just Cowabunga and Shredder's Revenge. Which are like, the classic arcade style. Yeah, exactly. You know, not, nothing to this size. So the fact that like it's a full-blown AAA title, you know, God of War kind of expired with the gameplay and, you know, focused on a comic series that's uh, very beloved within the TMNT fan base. Uh, I'm pumped for this. This is going to be a day one pickup as long as they stick to landing, you know, because I, I don't think they announced like who's uh, developing it. Uh, unless unless sh- I missed it. I'm pretty sure this is just announcement. Hey, we need people. Yeah, basically. Yeah. We, we've seen that plenty of times. Hey, we want to do this. Is anyone interested? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, we also got another announcement. Counter-Strike 2. Took forever, guys. <laughs> hey, but Valve did it. <laughs> Yeah, which means Counter Strike is now dead once that comes out. Well, yeah. it's, it's just it's replacing it. Yeah, you know. So Counter- oh, they're pulling an Overwatch. Counter Strike yes. Two is taking the place of it, and all all of like your skins and everything like that that you have from Counter Strike will be uh, usable. So in, they're pulling an Overwatch. Yeah. So Valve is going. Oh, Overwatch Two was a disaster. Let's do it right. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I, I also saw in the Counter Strike. Uh, uh, Twitter, I thought this was funny because, like, you know, for so long, there's always the chat, oh, this is going to be the Counter-Strike killer, whatever, you know, for games coming Did out. Did they say it was going to be the Counter-Strike killer? Yeah, counter, <laughs> the Counter-Strike Twitter account in their bio that says, the Counter-Strike go tw- uh, killer, Counter-Strike 2. <laughs> I'm just like, I mean, fair. That's, that's, it's technically correct. That is the Counter-Strike killer. So, yeah, Counter-Strike 2, that announcement honestly came out of nowhere. I mean, gonna, anything in Valve announces comes out of nowhere. I mean, you're, you're right. You That's know what's going to be fun to see? What? The fucking numbers the day Counter-Strike 2 oh, goes on Oh, it's going to be insane. It It's like, that's going to fucking blow everything. Because that game sits at a million players a day on Easily. Steam anyway. And then you're going to re-release Counter-Strike just... Two just revamped and reskinned again. I was yeah. like, fuck yeah, that's gonna pull people back to it. It's like the the only two constants on the Steam charts are Counter Strike, uh, like CS:GO, and uh, oh, I forgot, I just blanked on the name. Dota two, Dota two, and uh, CS:GO being the top of the charts. Only thing that's constant on Steam. Yeah, uh, so as of right, I uh, saw this earlier from the Counter-Strike uh, Twitter shared it today that it, Counter-Strike had 1.5 million concurrent players just today. Yep. Well, on a, on a, on a slow day, they only cap out at like 900,000. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the peak for most games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like exactly. That's, that's the peak for most big games that release. Right. It's like, that's why it's like a, a fucking article is written in each... Like so many articles were written about Lost Ark when it came out because it had over a million players and very few games have actually reached those numbers. Yeah. 
Shout out to Counter-Strike 2, man. That announcement truly came out of nowhere. And another announcement that you're happy about, if it's true. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, uh, this guy has continued to... I don't know if it's like the PR move that they have planned or he's just gone rogue. But I want to say this is like the third time he's revealed something about this game. But the Venom voice actor for in Marvel Spider-Man 2 claims that, that the game is set to release in September and a big marketing push will begin in August. Have, like he put that in a full tweet. I have a feeling that he sent that out and then the the marketing team comes to him and goes, "What the fuck, dude?" <laughs> this is like literally the third time that he's re- leaked or re- said something about the game or whatever. Just, uh, just by he's like He's just enabling his spirit of Stanley. Basically. He's he's completely gone rogue. He's just like, "I'm just going to do my thing. I don't care. You guys aren't getting rid of me." <laughs> he's like, "What are you going to do at this point?" You know, yeah. replace me and, and delay the game more. <laughs> I, exactly. Ah, oh, man. September, though. You know, that was something that I was kind of toying with. Is like, would it come out in September and release uh, right along uh, Starfield? And, you know, it does look like that's going to be end up being the case. Starfield and Spider-Man 2 in the same month. That is, that's a that's a busy month. For you. Yeah, for <laughs> me. Yeah. You, Which one do you think he's actually going to play, Zach? Spider-Man 2. It depends on when they well Starfield for sure. I'm I'm dumping some time into. I'm really excited for. But you know, and I'm also uh, was looking at my vacation. You know, that it's month gonna too. it's gonna be fun when he's when he's the one playing Starfield, and I'm over here playing Spider Man, and I come in, I'm like, it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> Don't do that to me. Yeah, my mind. Uh, one and two most anticipated games. Of no, the year John. In the same month. My more expectation for you would be. Yeah, so I picked up Spider Man Two, but I'm actually playing this indie game. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 would be that would be how it goes. No, th- this is exactly how it would go. Let's assume everything goes off well without a hitch. We get everything back on track. Oh yeah, I know Starfield is on Game Pass. I know Marvel Spider Man Two just came out, but I got a dark and darker play test, man. Sorry, I got to do do that. <laughs> I'm not <Yeah>. wrong. <laughs> no, more, more likely, it. it, it I I've I told you this I think the last episode we did I can't, I just can't be excited for games anymore this year. Yeah, you did. I say just that. I, I'm taking I'm taking L's all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Every, the only game that came out that I was excited for that I had a really good time with was Birth. <laughs> and his only other win he wasn't excited for I forced him to play with yeah, me. You, you drug him out to the wilds of, of Wulong Fallen Dynasty. I'm gonna be shit at that when we play it again. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. I was like. Oh, we're going to be rusty as fuck. I'm going to be fucking terrible. I mean, look, hey. The last time we played, I forgot what the fucking parry button was, and I was sprinting around trying to parry. We're so fucked. (laughs) Hey, he's off tomorrow. You guys can hit it up later. All right, moving on. Uh, So Genshin Impact Dev's new game, The Honkai Star Rail, has been set to be released next month. Actually, like a month from now. Thank God. April 26, 2023. Then we still got to wait for Zenless Zen Zero. Yep. Uh, also another random game. I realize, don't look at me. Don't I'm, look at me. Like that. No, that was more of just I realize I'm so out of the loop on that on whatever's happening on that side <laughs> of gaming because it's like I I don't even know what he said and I was just like what the fuck was that? I didn't know I didn't know what it was. That's why I was just gonna let it go. <laughs> Zenless Zen Zero. It's the other game that they announced when they announced Honka Rail Impact. I didn't even know that was announced. It was like at last Game Awards or something. Not the Game Awards, but a summer festival. Yeah, it probably came on and I went, eh. I mean, you probably did. I th- to be fair, I'm pretty sure it was Game Awards. Oh, wait, and no, he was, I was. And he was sick. I wasn't. A, I wasn't not around for the only thing he I saw sick. at Game Awards was the uh, 
You came in, well, said well, hi, and that was last I heard from you. I, I started watching the, the speech for, what was it? Uh, no, it couldn't the, have been Game Awards because it was already a thing because no. people have been going like, release the game because like, he was put, putting up promotions of like, hey, we're doing this thing, yada, yada, yada. And was like, where's the game? Right. <laughs> How are you doing these promotions? Shut up and go play Genshin some more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I bet they did. They're like, where's the game? Now I got to go play Genshin. <laughs> I got to go do my dailies. All right, next thing that we've got, uh, we have a new game announced called Lego 2K Drive. So basically, when I saw this, it to me, it just looked like a Lego version of... Um, Mario? Of uh, Her- uh, Forza Horizons. That's what kind of <laughs> what I got out of this. Yo. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of what I got out of this. It's an open world game. You you build your cars. You got every, you, you can play with friends and shit. I mean, that's Yo, what... Yo, Zach. I mean... You want to you 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 drive around? Yeah, you 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 two go play Lego 2K Drive. Honestly, sure, John. Hey, let's li- do it. Listen, uh, guys, I'm gonna be real with you boys. The reception on this has been overwhelmingly positive. I mean, I'm not surprised because <laughs> so, like, fucking game, Lego and everybody loves Lego. I mean, the Lego <laughs> DLC for Horizon did very well. Right. Uh, no, people are very excited for this game. <laughs> like people are very pumped. So you guys may like it. Open I mean, open world car. He's game. more open world driver than me because you played. Um, what was it? Ride. What? I don't remember. It was the one that was like it was. Oh, it's like the whole United States was where you could drive around. The crew. Crew. Yeah. I played some of the crew. I have. I've bought the crew too on one of the Steam sales. I haven't put much time into it because I bought it because I was like, man, I'm in the mood for a driving game. And then I downloaded it and started playing it. I'm like, I'm not in the mood for a driving game. Yeah, John's much more the driver person. I'm, than me. I go through phases where I'm like, like Zach's brain dead game is like sports games me i'm like give me an indie game or a game where i can just go <laughs> yeah did you ever play like the forza horizon 5 no it's on, because it's on game pass so you should the last forza horizon i played was two mm. just because it's on game pass doesn't mean i have to play <laughs> yes it, is. it means that i'm open to play speaking of game pass ghostwire tokyo gonna be on it i'm gonna play it then yeah it is it's coming soon isn't yep. it yep okay uh, next that we have Resident Evil 4, The Mercenaries free DLC will arrive on April 7th. Shout out to that. Yeah. Uh, also, Silent Hill 2 Remake is close to finish, says Bloober Team. Release date is dependent on Konami at this point. Sounds about right, but I am pretty excited for that one. Never played Silent Hill 2, so I'm looking forward to trying this. You want this. to? Yeah. I mean, I can go get my PlayStation. <laughs> well, I'm going to play the remake. I'll play the remake. Scum. Yeah, I don't want to experience it in all its glory and all the glitchiness <laughs> and polygons. No, I'm gonna be a scumbag. You know, I'm actually very happy about somehow getting a hold of the whole Silent Hill series. That's one I never wanted to, had any intention of actually getting. Yeah. And the final thing we have in the weekly wrap up, which made me very happy, is Sonic Origins Plus is announced for six twenty three twenty three. Happy birthday to me and Sonic on that one. What um, is it? It is basically Sonic Origins plus more content, but it's physical edition. What's Origins? It was the uh, huge collection that came out last year of all of the classic games, like 15 games, um, plus various other things with the game. Okay. It's just a big celebration game. I don't remember it. Uh, yeah. It, it, the only thing that was that, that happened with it last year is well, it, was, it was a digital-only release, which turned me off completely. And uh, it, it did have some glitchiness. Give it the fucking times, man. No. I like my physical He still game. says Sonic 07 is good. Or is Sonic 06? 06. See? Look, it's a terrible game, but goddamn, it's my guilty <laughs> pleasure. 
But no, Sonic Origins Plus, though, physical edition. And it even has a reversible cover where it looks wow. really like a uh, Sega Genesis case. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> Fuck off, John. <laughs> I th- I Let me be I excited for this. It it comes out on my birthday. I didn't think Fuck z- off. No, I didn't think Zach was going to break on that. He, <laughs> he tried to hold firm. <laughs> I don't know why that one got me. <laughs> I hate you. Hang on. My Owen Wilson wow button <laughs> right on the home screen on my phone. <laughs> no. Uh, but that was it for the weekly wrap-up. Uh, do you uh, boys got anything you want to shout out or mm. follow up on with anything we talked about? Rock of Playpoint released a new character. Zach, stop. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. He has RuneScape. I have Naraka. I, I don't talk about RuneScape <laughs> on the show, though. That's just... Yeah, you know why I haven't had anything to talk about for the past three weeks? Because I've been fucking playing RuneScape. That's all I've been doing. All I've been doing is watching the boys and Invincible. Until 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 I played uh, Diablo yesterday, all I've done this week is mine on RuneScape. <laughs> well, literally been the only game I've played. You want to play Wizard One Hundred and One? <laughs> oh my God! Stop! <laughs> all right, I'm hitting the music. We're getting out of here. Last thought. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you've been watching this uh, crapshoot of a return live, thank you very much. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, bye. Alright, do everything he said more, and if you made it to the end, thank you very much. Uh, and if you're watching this after the fact, uh, we stream these on Saturday, roughly around 6 p.m. Central Time, so come and, come and see us in. Make sure to also check us out at our website, sparkly.com. You sign up for free, or sign up five bucks a month. We appreciate the extra support, as well as check out some Rogue Energy, Agent Inc., join the Discord, all that stuff. Shout out to uh, FAU beating uh, 3C Kansas State. Just got the notification for that. First 9C to reach the Final Four in a while, so shout out to that. And I'll shout out to the Miami men's and women's both going strong right now. Shout out to the March Madness. Uh, until next time, guys, have a good one. Bye. <laughs>